This podcast is a part of the Newhoff Media Podcast Network. This is the Eric Lee Show on WSOY 1340 AM and 103.3 FM. Streaming live at nowdecatur.com. That is understood, but even I didn't know I could pitch that good. Well, where'd you find that song? I don't know if I've ever even heard that. It's Kenny Rogers. That is Kenny. It's one of my favorite baseball songs. The greatest. The great. Never heard of it in my life. That'll be darn. I like some old throwback Kenny Rogers too. I just don't know that much about him. That's pretty cool. Um, we get a chance to talk a little bit of baseball here as we uh, open up hour two. And again, it is Friday. We got a we got plenty coming up in this hour, but. Uh, our uh, two sponsors, Bory Law Offices, Andy Bory, Andrew Bory, downtown Decatur, specializing in bankruptcy, family law. Update the will if you don't have the will. It handles things like divorce. It's a lot of stuff you don't want to deal with in life. And uh, unfortunately, if you have to deal with bankruptcy or divorce, you need to get a lawyer and you need to get a good one. And Andrew Bory is uh, going to be one of the best. So you can give him a call at 422-2400, 422-2400, and they're going to help you through that process as you get started. You can also go to borylaw.com. Um, if you want to set up uh, uh, meetings and conversations and things like that. Uh, again, all, Monday, Wednesday, Friday, our hour one sponsor, Dale Southlake Pharmacy and Coley's Corner Drugs. Uh, obviously, all your pharmaceutical needs, get them transferred there. Your friends helping friends, but really it's more of a family atmosphere once you get in and know the Coley family. And uh, you know, they've been welcomed into that family myself over the uh, the last decade. So, uh, But when you just get in there and get to doing some shopping, you're going to find that's another great place to uh, to pick up some gifts for the holidays, and I think they do curbside and anything you needed if you call them. And, and uh, you also track their Facebook pages. You'll see some great photos of things popping up. And, I mean, they go to – when you can go to them, they go to all the great uh, trade shows and things like that to find cool stuff to sell in addition to being number one for pharmacy and uh, taking care of everything you need. Coley's in Forsyth, Erica's spot up north, and uh, Dale's down in South Shores where Dale and Lauren call a regular home. They, they, they all work at both stores all the time anyway. Uh, we go to the Kansas City Barbecue Pit Hotlines and have a chance to chat. We, we, I, I never got Dominique to quite set this up, uh, but we get a chance to talk to Tim Dillard. Uh, Tim Dillard is uh, currently a free agent pitcher in Major League Baseball. He's been a Milwaukee Brewer. Uh, we've seen him in the, in the majors as, as well with the, uh, I believe, the Nationals and or the Rangers. And uh, Dom, I'm going to start with you. Where, where did uh, where did you find a chance to, to, to make connections with Tim? Uh, so. I watch uh, a lot of his videos. Um, he's been a pitcher with the uh, Brewers organi- organization as well as the Rangers uh, organization, and so I watched a lot of his videos when he was with the uh, with the Brewers. And I was just—they're hilarious. You would like them if you're into uh, different comedies, like Will Ferrell comedies yeah. and whatnot. Uh, I definitely recommend watching them. And obviously, with us being in Illinois and covering the Central Division. Uh, I watch a lot of Brewers baseball, so uh, yeah. being not a fan purpose. of Tim. Nope. No, not on <laughs> purpose. I'm a Giants fan, so it's definitely not on purpose. But I, uh, I definitely have to watch a little Brewers there. And you know, Morgan Vogel is one of our uh, board ops. is a huge Brewers fan, sure, so sure. naturally uh, we bonded over uh, Tim Dillard's videos. And uh, she was pretty excited when I told her that I got Tim Dillard to come on the show. So. Tim, you got Giants and Brewers fans in Central <laughs> Illinois bonding over uh, over your over your pitching prowess. How, how are you doing? Welcome to the show. <laughs> I'm good. I'm good. Yeah, thanks for having me on. I you know I feel like you guys are you know kind of scraping at the bottom of the barrel looking for guests, huh? To have me on here. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, we are a hard hitting show. We're going to ask y'all oh, yeah, hard hitting yeah. questions. Yeah. Now it's all about fun, you know, entertainment and things like that. And I think people love hearing stories. We've got a you've got our share of, of performer professional athletes from around here. It's just cool because, uh, you know, we had on, uh, also because of Dominique, we had on um, uh, Tyke Green, who, uh, who who owns Momentum Films with Trevor Bauer. And, mm-hmm. you know, so we heard a little bit about Trevor's story from Tyke. But every there's so many baseball players. Everybody has their own story and their own <laughs> way of getting there, especially when you start talking about international players. And and when and we get talking, you're a free agent right now. This is a business. These are These are 30 companies involved as well. And. Um, you also learn that it's it's not just going out and playing ball all the time. It's 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 sometimes pretty tough. But you know, Dom found you because you're entertaining. So it's more than it's way more than just baseball. What, what, what's the mentality behind the social media? You just like having fun in life. Well, uh, you know, one of the perks of being a baseball player is you got a lot of downtime in the clubhouse, right? You show up at one yeah. o'clock. You don't Especially have a game pitchers. till seven. You got batting <laughs> practice, and then that's over with. You got a couple hours to kill. So. 
I don't know. I played cards in the clubhouse and board games for like 10 years. And then all of a sudden I was like, I'm going to make some videos and got my teammates involved and we act out stuff and it's pretty ridiculous. But (laughs) at the same time, it's, you know, it's like if you go and build a sandcastle with somebody, you know, you kind of bond over uh, just kind of, you know, constructing something and putting it together. So it, it, it actually, you know, turned out really awesome because, you know, I got guys on other teams that are like, "Hey, man, can I be in a video?" So <laughs> <laughs> that's cool. Pretty universal. I know you do a podcast. You do a podcast too. <laughs> Shuffling your first initials, Dim Tillard. Uh, so people want to uh, check that out. I, I, the slip up on the Nationals is because uh, uh, I have the list of, of the teams your, that your dad, Steve, played for. He was not only a Cub and a White Sox, but uh, played for Boston and Detroit, uh, and made. Uh, or no, you made your okay. You made your debut against the Nationals. I, I, I was reading everything a little too yeah, tight together yeah. there. But your dad played for the Cubs and the White Sox, uh, and then you you're, you debuted in '08. So so to be, being a you know, we we have some some former pro baseball players from here, but none of them were had dads that were pros. Uh, what, what's that yeah. life like coming up? Was there any other option? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's like he put a bat in my hand and said, "Use this." You know, no, uh, yeah, <laughs> I don't know. He was he was done playing by the time I was born, but he was a minor okay. league coach for you know like half my life. So I grew up in the clubhouse uh, mainly through like the New York Penn League and uh, the. Uh, I don't know, spring training places in Florida and the Midwest League. So some of the stadiums I ended up playing at as I was a professional player, I was, you know, a bat boy at or I shined shoes or something like that. But I got two older brothers, and, I mean, we we all practiced baseball in the backyard, but we also played soccer and basketball and, you know, football and anything we could get our hands on. My dad didn't care really what we did as long as we were outside. (laughs) Yeah, that's a good thing, too, yeah. It's uh, uh, the, you know, when you when you make the debut in '08 and you and you start to, you know, you get to the big leagues. We watch the rookie. We see, we get filled. I, I you know, I, I fall for the emotional <laughs> aspect of it all. Is it quite like that, or is it just a, a big? You're trying to not uh, crap your pants. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's a little bit of that as well. <laughs> no, uh, yeah, that, that's funny about that movie. Uh, it's it's it kind of it's dated now because you know he's like waiting in line to use a payphone and things like that and exactly you know once the uh, smartphone or actually the cell phone came around it changed it changed things but I, when I first got in I didn't have a cell phone I had uh, calling cards that I would use to call my parents no, to yeah. check in yeah. hey I'm still here I'm out in Arizona or I'm in Montana or wherever um, <laughs> and so the dynamics changed a little bit but it is tough it is tough I think. I think uh, the reason I started the videos is just to kind of deal with that lifestyle because you're, I mean, you're just openly judged on how you perform on the field, and that can be really stressful. You know, that can just be uh, something that you carry away from the field. So that's kind of why I started these videos to kind of just, you know, kind of just relax everybody. Yeah. And uh, I don't know. I feel like you play better relaxed, and I, I can't. I have no proof of this, but I feel like <laughs> I feel like I've gotten better over the years, maybe. Sure. I mean, I, I, I would assume. I kind of mentioned yesterday. There's, there's the fast track to the pro leagues, guys. A lot of them become the greats, or some of them completely flop out. It doesn't work out. But you are the definition of a grinder. You, you, you went in 03 to rookie ball. You went to A ball. You went to high A ball. You double A, triple A, uh, and, and it took five years. Uh, do you think, do you think most players would eventually get there if they were patient, or you know, because a lot of guys after three years, it. it is it mostly guys leaving the game? You know, guys maybe you saw in those five years or over your career. Do guys leave the game, or does the game tell the guys to leave? I mean, it's a mixed bag. Like, once you get okay. in and people figure out the lifestyle and what it means, like being away from home, you're not making any money, um, There's you'd be surprised how many people quit every year just because I believe they don't. It, yeah. They don't, yeah, they don't think they'll make it. And, you know, they're stressed out. They're They're drained, you know, spiritually, mentally, physically. Like, they're just like, I'm done. And then you got the guys, like you said, the fast track, the ones that sign, and you know they're in the big leagues in a year, and they never come back to the minor leagues. Uh, and you got everywhere in between. I guess I'm, I'm in just right smack dab in the middle. I mean, it's, it's a lifestyle though. I've been doing it. I mean, I, I played a month this year with the Milwaukee Milkmen in uh, independent baseball. So I guess that that was my 18th season. I finished up. So I'm looking for, I'm looking for 19. So if you got a bunch of Farm directors listening right now. Hey, I'm I'm ready to go. <laughs> uh, I, I, have you heard about this new league that baseball's doing, or is that just for is that just for young guys? I can't remember. I, I didn't I didn't read that story yet. Yeah, I, I don't know all the battle. details yet. I don't know if they've shared all the details. But here's one thing. I mean, not just 
you know, the pandemic and everything like that. But MLB has stepped in and, and kind of changed the, uh, the climate for minor league baseball going forward. I mean, there's teams that are being dropped. Uh, they're trying yeah. to do more for like the, the independent ball teams. And they're probably going to end up making it harder just for the average, you know, guy coming out of high school or college to get into pro ball and to possibly yeah. get to the big league. So you're talking about, you know, how long does it take to take three years or five years to get to the big leagues? Um, you're going to start having, you know, less and less players. Uh, I, I don't know what that's going to look like, but there's, they're starting to limit some of the stuff and the access, which is going to be good that's or bad. I, I don't know, is, but is, it's I was going to ask you, what do you think the, the post COVID minor league system is going to look like? Or are we going to get back to where we were? And it, it sounds like you don't think so. Uh, I mean, it, it'll get back to a degree that I guess I'm just too close to it. You know, like I'm, <laughs> I see all the inner workings, and they drop teams. Like, you know, I've been in AAA for the past, I don't know how many years, and I've seen, you know, stadiums come and go, but now there's cities that are coming and going. You know, they're not building new stadiums. They're just switching. They're just finding uh, another stadium somewhere and dropping this team and that team. And, you know, it just when it's just tough. It's just tough. But, I mean, it's baseball. It's baseball. If it was easy, anybody could do it. You you, you love this game, right? (laughs) I think you have to. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you, uh, yeah, you yourself. I, I mean, I, I, you've done this a long time. You, you've got it. You've got to love this game because it, it's not. It's not easy. It's not easy to stay in the big leagues. Well, that's what the you know they kind of don't ever tell you about. They don't ever tell you that just because you make it to the big leagues doesn't mean you stay there. But you see the one percenters. Like I tell, I actually uh, give a lot of advice out over social media, and I've done Skype calls or Zoom calls or whatever with guys over quarantine about how to stay in shape or mindset or what to do in free agency. And, you know, just because I've been around and I've seen a lot and yeah. I mean, it's just, I don't know. It's you love it, but you gotta, you gotta dislike it sometimes because it seems unfair and they don't tell you, Hey, you have to go to the big leagues and you have to do well. And that could be your only shot. I actually know a guy yeah. that pitched one day in the big leagues and never got back. So, I mean, you don't know what your path is going to be. You just got to hope that everything falls into place. But I mean, it's, it's a tough gig sometimes. That's why. <laughs> yeah. That's why I try to keep things light, just so that guys know that hey, baseball is not everything in life. There's so much more, and that's what I love about baseball going forward. I mean, for a season next year, it's going to be awesome because I think you're going to have players at every level from all over the world playing baseball, and they're not going to take it for granted at all. You know, there's not going to yeah. be one guy that's like, "Nah, I'm over this." You know, this season's too long. No, coming off of what happened this season. I think you're going to see some of the best baseball ever next year. So you got you got in a month in March uh, in, in double A ball. I think you said independent ball. No, in uh, I think it was August. Yeah, August. No, oh, I was oh, in you spring training August, with so. the uh, Rangers in Arizona when uh, when everything got canceled. So I sat okay. at home for like I don't know three or four months, and then I got a call from the Milwaukee Milkmen and went and pitched and we ended up winning a championship. So oh, that's yeah, awesome! That's awesome. Yeah, it's, I mean. <laughs> So you just you just kind of grind and um and get after it. I mean at 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 uh, at, at this age at this point in your career, I mean you're just going to do it till uh, till they tell you not to do it anymore. You're just going to keep showing up. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know if I can find a jersey. You know, it's it's getting harder and harder to find a jersey as you get older. I used to be clean shaven uh, before every game. I would I would shave so I looked really young. So that if scouts saw me in the stands, they'd be like, Oh, look at this young guy. <laughs> Uh, but now that everybody has a smartphone, when I turned 30, I was like, ah, forget it. So I grew out a giant yeah. beard. <laughs> yeah. I saw, I saw the, I found two profiles every day to take a peek at some things. And one is giant beard and one is clean shaven. I was like, I don't think this is the same Tim Diller. <laughs> yeah. I was watching his, uh, his debut, uh, against the Nats. I was watching on YouTube and he had clean shaven and I was watching. I was like, do I have the right guy? I, I wasn't sure if I did. So I had to double check. I was like, okay, yeah, we're good. Uh, but, you know, Tim, you talk a lot about how hard it is uh, to make it to that level, especially uh, with pitching. Eric and I talk about, you know, it's the hardest thing to hit a baseball. It's extremely hard to, to pitch as well. Um, so when you see, like, guys like Mike Bolsinger, uh, who played against the Astros a couple years ago during their, their scandal, and he uh, he talks about how uh, how he was hit, how he had, gave up so many runs and then got sent back down and ultimately ended his career and talks about how he's actually filing lawsuits against the Astros due to that. Uh, how does that, like, make you feel to know how hard it is and then to get to that level and, and see a guy go through something like that? They gave themselves sure. that advantage. Sure. Yeah. 
Yeah, you, you feel you feel wronged, you know, especially the guys that did it the right way. Like, I'm not the most popular player, and I didn't, you know, have a 10-year career in the big leagues. I'm not going to be a Hall of Famer, but, you know, I I did it the right way. I didn't cheat, never tested positive for anything. I don't take anything unless you count Cheerios. They eat Cheerios every morning. <laughs> but every I think morning? guys, yeah, guys feel wronged. They feel wronged when that happens. And, I mean, I, I know there's – guys out there that have done steroids and so or PEDs or whatever they're calling it. And so when that happens, like think about it. If it's a if it's a third baseman that took something and you're the third baseman in AAA, it's like, okay, well that guy cheated and he has the job that I want. And um yeah. you know, guys make millions of dollars to trade off to do that. So it's like it it, it comes down to character. Comes comes down to, you know, what kind of guy are you? You want to be the guy that cheats to get a you know success well there you go you got your money you got your success that's great or you can be the guy that tries to do it the right way and you know you can sleep at night and you just find that you know character is more important but i mean i i understand i didn't know the guy was filing a lawsuit but i do remember him on social media or something i saw an article and i don't blame him i don't blame him i don't think i would do that personally but i mean who knows there's no telling how many chances maybe i missed because of something else that you know is beyond my control but I don't know. I, I I can I can sense the pain there, but I'm not sure legality is the right way to go. When, when it comes to performance enhancing drugs of any sort, I don't know if you've had any teammates, you know, in the same in the same um, clubhouse that have tested positive. It's probably really easy to lose respect for the guys that you didn't you aren't next to every day. But do they? Is it hard to gain the respect back even for the teammates that you you've grown to love? Um, I don't know. I, I mean, I don't really dig too much into it, honestly. I, me as a teammate, I just try to create a judgment-free zone, right? Like, I'm not going to judge a guy on decisions. I mean, like a guy that tested positive. Yeah, like a guy that did cheat. Yeah, yeah. I mean, if, if they did, they did. I don't know. I wasn't there. You know, if they're accused of it or whatever. Um, I'm not sure I've had that much interaction with guys and, you know, that have gone through that, but it is a, a thing. You know, it does happen. Um, and sometimes it is a mistake. You know, sometimes guys get, you know, took something that really wasn't that bad or something, but still it's, if it's banned substance, but I don't know. I don't think it changes anything. I think guys are, uh, they, they look at life and they see that, you know, this is a guy that's just, you know, maybe made a bad decision. So moving forward, it's like, am I going to treat him as less of a person? You know, does he deserve less respect? It's like, no, you, you treat everyone the same. You treat people the way you want to be treated. Uh, Tim, tell me, give me a flashback moment when, uh, when, when your days are numbered and somebody asks you about your pro career, what's going to stick out the most? What's going to, what's going to be in your flashbacks? Ooh, flashback? I don't know. I don't know. I have tons of flashbacks, of, you know, of home runs I've given up. Those are the ones I actually think about the most. <laughs> you don't, you don't yeah, think, think about normal. when you, uh, you don't think about when you struck out Joey Votto in, uh, in one of your performances. I just watched that one, so I was uh, pretty intrigued by that. I yeah. wonder if you know you ever on social media and someone's giving you a hard time, like you know, about your career, and you just kind of like, yeah, but did you strike out Joey Votto? I don't think so. <laughs> no, I, I mean. I, I got to see a lot. You know, I don't, if I had a memoir, it would be like fly on the wall or, you know, the guy in the corner or whatever. It, it just, I could, I saw a bunch of stuff. You know, I saw Randy yeah. Johnson had a big strikeout when he was with the Giants. It was at Miller Park. I was in the, I was in the bullpen. I saw Hunter Pence when he got traded. He got taken out of the game in right field. Oh. Um, I got to be a part of, you know, two playoff runs by the Brewers. I wasn't activated for the playoff roster, but I was there. I was eating cheesesteaks in 2008 in uh, Philadelphia in the clubhouse <laughs> while that game was going no on. I mean, I was teammates no with CC Sabathia, and I saw him do some amazing things on the field, some things that people have, haven't done since and rarely did before. So, I mean, I, there's a lot of just stuff that I saw. Maybe it didn't directly happen to me. Like, maybe I'm not the person that hit the home run or had the big strikeout. Um, but it's, it's, I don't know, it's, it's kind of my story. I feel like it's not really mine. Per se, it's it's the story of me witnessing some of the great things that my friends and teammates have done. And there's no right or wrong answer. I love this question <laughs> of, 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 of pitchers uh, because there's somebody, there's some great player, whether you're in the minors or whether you were in college, you owned somebody. So who, 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 who do you feel like, I, I, I had this guy's number. Who's, who's a player we all know that, that you've had his number? 
more often than not. There is, that person doesn't exist yet. <laughs> really? There's not, there's uh, not that one I guy You out? mentioned I uh, struck out Joey Votto, but if you watch that video, if it's the one I'm thinking of, I threw a curveball that didn't curve, and it ended up like a foot outside, and the umpire just, <laughs> I don't know, got a, got a bad look at it and, like, rang him up. You, like, got, ah, you got the three. call, though. You got the call, though. Oh, yeah. I, I, I played Only it off, nice too. I walked off the call. field like, yeah, what do you got on that? But. <laughs> Yeah, Joe, Joey Votto. If you if you see the commercial, like right before it goes to commercial, he like looks at the umpire and goes, "That wasn't a strike." <laughs> I did see that. I did see that part. Yeah. Uh, so Tim, you talk a lot about you know being able to watch your your teammates uh, have success uh, while you were there, but also now, obviously with uh, the COVID season, you weren't able to actually perform yourself, but you obviously watched the uh, pro baseball in major leagues. Uh, so I know your former teammates with Brett Phillips uh, for the Brewers. What was it like to see him have the uh, that memorable walk off that he had, uh, you know, in the World Series? That that had to have been pretty cool and pretty happy for him because he's had his his uh, you know ups and downs in the in the majors as well. Sure, I mean he's a guy that you're going to root for. I mean anybody that's come across him knows that. I mean he's just he's an awesome dude. He's so much fun to be around. We've had a great time together. We've been in, he's been a ton of my videos and we've had ideas. We did yo yo mama jokes. A few times, and I mean, he's just a fun dude to be around. And and uh, watching that at bat <laughs> during the playoffs, I, it's almost hard not to laugh at him, you know, because I know him so well. But I thought that was great. I thought it was great. It was a great at bat. I mean, just I don't know. It, it, you don't know who the hero is going to be, and that's what I love about baseball, just in general. Like you don't know what's going to happen that day. You're going to see something you've never seen before if you can pay attention. And that's what I tell young guys. Like, hey, pay attention to the game because it's going to show you something that you've never seen before. And I don't know. Who, who knew that that was how that game was going to end, right? Like throwing air and missed tag and falling down and guy running in the outfield, getting chased by his teammates. It's just it's awesome. Also, one of his best at-bats that I've probably watched Brett Phillips have, just being able mm-hmm. to grind that out was was really cool to to see. So Yeah, you got to love it about- when people dig deep. You know, you don't know what's going to happen. It's like, oh, you're in the high-pressure moment. What's going to happen? And to, to be able to, you know, come out successful on that, you know the guy is dialing back into, you know, just survival mode. Okay, i got to fight a ball off. i got to do this. i got to do this. And your guy's just full concentration, gets it done. It's just – it's an awesome. It's a, an accomplishment of, you know, his all his training in the offseason for so many years. Tim, I was just going to say we're, we're getting close and running out of time. There's one place to oh, go no. to follow you on all the social media – dimtiller.com d-i-m-t-i-l-l-a-r-d dimtiller.com you can find you can get, there's twitter link instagram your youtube link uh but then also the link to your podcast how long have you been doing a podcast oh yeah well when i got sent home from spring training during the pandemic i decided i'll just start a podcast it's called the inner yeah. monologue of dim tillard and it's pretty pointless <laughs> and but i've had some pretty cool people on there uh it, it's fun if you if you like to waste time um i'm not gonna i'm not gonna bore you with uh with anything interesting i'm not going to try to <laughs> teach you anything i'm just going to distract you from life for about 30 minutes or an hour so there you go dude if there's anything we need is distraction from life right now i can tell you uh, the videos and his podcast will definitely give you a distraction from that i sent eric a couple of your videos i actually i sent him one from uh actually during an interview with uh tim kirchin and when you did an impression of him i was i was mm-hmm. dying when you, when you did that it was absolutely hilarious so uh, it's really cool <laughs> to see all that you do with your teammates and the impressions and whatnot so i, I gotta ask you know we had the guy on from momentum the other day tyke green and they talked about the reason trevor created momentum was because he wanted to connect fans to the to the players considering that you do videos you know funny videos and stuff with your teammates and the dugout and stuff like that. Uh, do you think that's good for baseball to have something like momentum that Trevor Bauer is doing? Yeah, I mean, I haven't dug too much into I, – I do know of his brand and, and, and kind of an idea of what he's doing, but I, I think he recognizes that there is kind of a – I mean, you think about it. Okay, after a game, a guy hits a walk-off or a strikeout or whatever, it's like, okay, well, here's the, here's the post-game interview. And they, they just say all the cliches. They say, well, it's mm-hmm. just, you know, I, you know, I – got a hit or I struck a guy out, just wanted to help my teammates, glad we could win, that kind of stuff. But when you actually slow things down and let guys express themselves, you'll find out that most of them, are they have so many other skills. You know, they yes, they can do baseball, but they're more than that. 
They have so much going, you know, they can, that they can offer, so many skills, so many gifts. And I think when you kind of let the guard down, like with me with my videos, you'd be surprised how many actors we have <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> or how many special talents these guys have. And uh, I think there is. I think there's a really good spot right there for, for some sort of media to capture that. I mean, if somebody wants to pay me to do it, I'll do it. But <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> I don't yeah. Well, Tim, it's uh, it's really cool you took some time out to talk to us. DimTillard.com. You can also go there and click on the link to buy buy my crap. <laughs> and, uh, and, the, and the button that leads to nothing, which had me laughing a little bit ago too. So, uh, yeah. but check out the check out the website and keep it light. Thanks for you know you're making you know baseball fun for fans to to see things you know to get an insight. And uh, I think that uh, it's a whole new world. And that's what the you know the the internet world, the uh, podcast world. That's what it gives us you know, an opportunity to to uh, to get more insight. And you're doing it the right way. We wish you luck, man. Hope you're back up, back on the mound. Uh, you know, it's, it's spring training, and do, do you, you know, I, I know you're 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 waiting up for a phone call. Or you're still connected to the Rangers. Man, I, I I'm not connected to anybody right now. I am a true free agent, but a minor league free agent is just a special word for unemployed. So fair enough. <laughs> I'm just I'm calling around. I'm I'm messaging people, direct messaging on social media. You know, emails, uh, carrier pigeon, smoke signals. Yep. I don't care what it is. I'm just trying to get my name out there and let people know that, you know, I don't know what I can bring, but it's going to be everything I got. So if you that's, need, that's if you my need selling a, point. <laughs> if you if you need an uncle Charlie that's not an uncle to strike out Votto, you're the guy. <laughs> yeah, man, that's me. <laughs> Tim Dillard, we appreciate the time, man. Thanks so much, and uh, and best of luck. We uh, we're a fan for life. Yeah, thank you. Appreciate you having me on. Take care. He's Tim Dillard, uh, former Milwaukee Brewer, and uh, I believe uh, 2018-year career guy. I, I didn't do the math there, but uh, but uh, opportunity to uh, to uh, to talk to a pro, which is uh, which is never easy to get. So good job, Dominique, getting us another cool interview. Uh, if you missed any of that, it'll be available at nowdecater.com. You can find it uh, on the website or on our free app, Now Decatur. Uh, or you'll be able to see it at our Facebook link, Now Decatur. Uh, Tom will have it linked up on Facebook and Twitter as well. So we get a timeout on the way to our first break of Hour 2. We get a peek at a three-day weather forecast. Just Young House, Earth Mover Credit Union. Here's some goodies on the weekend. Tonight, mostly clear with a low around 25. Saturday, a beautiful, mostly sunny day with a high near 42. And Sunday, we'll see a chance for flurries. But other than that, partly sunny and a high near 40. And that is the WSLY three-day weather forecast. Springfield Clinic is committed to providing high-quality health care along with an excellent patient experience because your health is our job. Providing value to you is our duty. And caring for those who make our community home, that's our mission. Springfield Clinic, caring for you here. We mask for our customers, our staff, and the community. This is Todd and Angie Mason of the Beach House. Right now is a difficult time for restaurants and businesses like ours. We are all frustrated and tired of this pandemic. But frustration and anger won't make it go away. The only way to help our community and our local restaurants is to practice social distancing, proper hand washing. And to wear a mask when you're in public. If everyone did their part, we could not only save local businesses, but save lives. Isn't that worth it? Please do your part and wear a mask. I wear a mask for my family and my community. This is Kevin Berhaney of First Mid Insurance Group. I can tell you firsthand that I was lucky to recover from COVID-19, but it deeply affected me and the people I love. As COVID surges in our community, I plead with everyone to do the right thing and wear a mask or a face covering when you're in public. It's a simple thing you can do to protect others around you, help our local businesses, and possibly save lives. Isn't that worth it? Please, wear a mask. Hi, this is Ryan Spurlock, co-owner of the Brass Horn and Brass Horn 2 in downtown Decatur. I want to talk to you about what we are all going through right now and what we as businesses are doing to help prevent the spread of COVID-19. We are open for business as usual, and we respectfully request that you wear a mask when shopping in our stores. We're also cleaning and disinfecting on a regular basis, and we want all of our customers to know that our stores are a safe place to come shop for those that are special to you this holiday season. Happy holidays to everyone, and most importantly, be well and stay safe. 
Memorial Health Systems and Decatur Memorial Hospital have created a COVID-19 dashboard to increase public awareness about hospitalizations in our community. When Decatur Memorial's got somewhere between 25 and 35 percent of our inpatients are COVID positive, that's putting tremendous strain on the system. The science on this is very clear. Wearing a mask, social distancing works. Find the dashboard at choosememorial.org backslash COVID-19 and listen to the podcast with DMH CEO Drew Early at nowdecatur.com. This is the Eric Lee Show on WSOY 1340 AM and 103.3 FM, streaming live at nowdecatur.com. That was a fun conversation. You know, you get to talk to former pro athletes every day, and I, I uh, should have mentioned there again at the end uh, that that conversation uh, would inside the locker room, courtesy of Brink Cotter Realtors, uh, in addition to just the normal Eric Lee Show interview podcast page, there is a inside the locker room page, courtesy of Brink Cotter Realtors at NowDecatur.com, where you can uh, uh, go see all of the sports interviews. You know, when we talk to Joey Wagner about the Illini, when we talk uh, high school sports, we hoped <laughs> we hoped we'd have some high school sports on there when uh, when we set out uh, on that conversation, but just has not been much. We got a a couple schools got a golf season in, a couple schools got a cross country season in, and we're almost to the end of the year end of the year, and everybody's on pause again with athletics. Jessica, have you have you have you stopped to imagine? Uh, did you play all three sports in high school at Mount Zion? I didn't. I um. I, well, I was not. I'm not good at volleyball. Not a good volleyball okay. player. And so I did. I was even with that height. You, I know, you weren't a volleyball not, player. Don't have the hops. Um. I. I. <laughs> you uh, played basketball. I did. Yeah. I. I uh, was the water girl for the football team actually, and then I also played golf my last two years. Oh, I didn't um, realize that. Yeah, okay. in a co-op with uh, Warrensburg and Moreau Forsyth. Oh, really? Yeah. yeah. That's pretty cool. Yeah. So in addition, of course, to softball for Blakey. Yes, softball for and Blakey. Who, who was your basketball coach? Uh, you know, I was at the end of Don Steers, uh, yeah, okay. his career. And then, uh, you know, Coach Shoemate, uh, Jeff Shoemate was our girls basketball coach my senior year. Yeah, after gotcha. after Coach Steers. So, yeah. What was Don's daughter's name? Was it Kelly? Kelly, yeah. Was she around your age? She was two years older than me. So, yeah, I, I played um, I played one year with her in her senior year. Boy, she could On ball. the varsity squad, yeah. Man, she can bring it. Uh, but, but, yeah, have you – how do you? What do you think of when you hear, you know, like last year's spring season got canceled? I, I go. I would have been heartbroken as a senior. Yeah, it is. It's it's sudden, especially you know the majority of these kids are not going to play again, um, and so you know I it's still I finished all of my you know I played in college too and I finished all of those four years and yeah. you still miss. You know, I still, you still miss those relationships and stuff. And so to have something like that cut short, um, you know, for the seniors last year, and then, you know, perhaps for these kids that were juniors last year that didn't get some of those spring seasons in that are seniors now that didn't get anything. I mean, you, I mean, I feel like that's a huge part of, um, you know, it's a lot of memory making that you kind of have missed out on and a lot of um, maturing and growing in a team that you're missing out on and you're not necessarily able to get in another avenue right now you know i like going to school and i like doing enough uh to stay eligible i think Mm -hmm. sports is what made me you know at least uh care enough to write that paper i had no Mm -hmm. problem with like regular book homework you know Mm -hmm. i I wouldn't that wouldn't bother me but boy when you'd have to sit down and write a paper i just wasn't patient enough to do that through a lot of high school so Mm -hmm. i didn't do that well but I, you, know, you force yourself to do enough so you can stay eligible to play sports. Mm-hmm. Um, I can remember waking up on a baseball, uh, not necessarily a weekend morning, but like a, a day that you have it. You got a game, and if it, there's a chance of rain, I remember just that feeling in the pit of my stomach of disappointment that you don't get to play mm-hmm. today. Yeah, uh, I, c- I couldn't imagine a whole spring. So it, it is heartbreaking. I don't think I've probably touched on that enough. Um, you know, the, the kids that that had missed out on their final year, thinking of. You know, even like uh, Andres Feliz, uh, who played basketball at Illinois last year, mm-hmm. was a senior on this team. They get good. He doesn't get to play in the tournament. Mm-hmm. And there's a million of those stories. Right. Um, I, I realize there's 
open opportunities for players to come back their senior year when they missed it because of COVID. The NCAA is trying to make it that, that, that right for college athletes. Feels a little bit more like a job when you're a Division One athlete, probably mm-hmm. than playing a game, you know, for a high school right. kid. Right. But high school kids aren't going to have that option. No. Uh, and, and finding ways to, to hopefully let them play. I, I got asked last night what I think is going to happen. I I, I I I feel optimistic. You know, I think we saw a story that that the vaccine could be in Macon County by mid-December. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I don't know what to trust anymore and what's factual. I, but that was announced by one of the media agencies in Decatur. Uh, if that's true, I, I don't I don't know what that means. If 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 it's here, wh- wh- when does that mean we can start going out and breathing the same air again? If, yeah. if it's here right. by mid December, I realize everybody's not going to take the vaccine, but if the vaccine is available, when I, 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 it's it's all dependent on when the COVID numbers go down. But how, I just wonder how long that takes. Right. Um, and if, it's if, so it's such an unknown. You just yeah. don't. You really just. It's hard to even speculate. I feel like at this point anymore, you just don't know. And we've been. You know, proven time and time again, nobody knows what this is going to look like yeah. in the next three months. And a lot of people are mad about the way, I don't know, the government, the, the national government, the state government, local government has reacted. Mm-hmm. But but nobody knew anything about right. how this was going to play out. Mm-hmm. I mean, there was no way to know. All, all we knew was the doctors were telling this is going to kill people. And I think it's proven its point mm-hmm. that it has killed a lot of people. Mm-hmm. Um, whether it enhanced a death that was coming because somebody was old and sick anyway and they got it. Or, or it was somebody completely healthy because we've seen both ends of this, and mm-hmm. we, there have been some young, completely healthy people that that it has weakened their heart and they have passed away. Mm-hmm. I mean, this is very, very possible, and it's scary. Is it is it a high enough percentage to shut down the the the? Uh, it's, it, you know, it's it's such a weird conversation to have. Are enough people dying to shut down the world? Well, um, you yeah. know, and I'm, I'm sure glad I never had to make that decision. Right, and something that hasn't, you know, it's been touched on a little bit, but because we're still in the thick of it, it's not shown its its ugly face just yet but mental illness that's gonna um stem in both short-term yeah. instances uh now but in the long term you know what what being shut down like this looks like for people and and not having the socialization what that looks like in kids and you know in in some of these athletes you know it's not just about the you know People in athletics aren't just the ones affected by this, obviously. You know, just kids not being able to do the simple task of going to school that, you know, we all took for granted. I never wanted to go to school, but gosh dang, like right now, I'd give anything to if I was one (laughs) of those kids that couldn't go. Like, let me in that building, you know, (laughs) so I think... You know, that's going to be... I mean, we all made the most of it. We didn't like class. We sure like talking to our friends that's and passing right. notes. I, yeah, that's exactly right. That was Did they a... still pass notes when you were in high school? Oh, yeah. I was a okay. major, yeah, a social. That was my social circle. Like, <laughs> It's, all, all, it's just going to be texting now. That's you know, right. It would be so much easier to communicate. Yeah. I, so, I mean, it's... I think there's some long-term things that we certainly haven't even scraped the iceberg on yet. Um, and, and, and I don't know how to get creative. You know, if, if we have two years of baseball and softball players that don't get, I mean, do you do you find just a, you know, a way to get them to play uh, in their own league? You know, mm-hmm. it's not IHSA. I don't know. I, mm-hmm. the, the, the one thing about all of this is, is it does give everybody an opportunity to try something new. It, it gave professional athletics a chance to try something new without being fully married to it. Right. The NFL is going to try a seventh team. They might try a, mm-hmm. uh, a seventh team in the postseason uh, mm-hmm. in each league. Baseball tried a 60-game schedule. They mm-hmm. tried runner on second, so they did, we didn't have all these extra innings. You know, this is time to try something new. Who's mm-hmm. to say you can't create something brand new for a 19, 20-year-old, you yeah. know, if, if they're not going to play collegially? I don't know if that's by the city. I don't know if that's by the school, but um, it's just going to take people to, to step up and do things to try to make it better for them. I, I, I was asked what I, I – go. I have, I have a feeling that we're not going to see any basketball, but mm-hmm. I still feel like we're going to see some football and we're going to see some baseball just because of the, where these numbers are. And maybe mm-hmm. we'll still see basketball. Yeah. I just don't know how optimistic to be that these vaccines are coming. Because I honestly don't really know what that means. Right. Um, a vaccine is, is something you take to avoid from getting it. Is it definitely going to keep people from getting it? Is it going to work at a 90% clip? Or right. I know I know they're telling us, you know, 98, 99% right. successful. Mm-hmm. Uh, is it going to create side effects? Is, is everybody, You know, a lot of people don't want to take it. I, right. I think like 20, 30, 40-some percent of, of even health professionals aren't even all in to, to, right. for the first round. You know? Yeah. And that's everybody's personal choice if you don't want to take it. Well, if you don't take it, how long until we rush back? 
uh, when do when do the, how long till the numbers go down and we can start letting kids yeah. practice and play? And the uh, thing just, with having these seasons push back and overlap, you know, I I see this closely being so affiliated to LSA, but LSA is not the only small school that struggles to field. Um, you know, even the major, the three major sports teams, and then you have, you know, soccer and all of that stuff. Having these seasons overlap means that there's going to be, in some of these small schools, teams that don't get to play anything because, you know, kids choose to play football over baseball or basketball over yeah. football or whatever it is, you know. So that's. Yeah, I, I, I had a, first, for the first time last night, I had the conversation of can a kid play, can we have baseball and football going on at the same time? I mean, is there a way to try something where you go to football practice three days a week and play a game, then you go to baseball practice two days and play a game? Baseball plays on Tuesday and football plays yeah. on I – don't, I don't know. I, yeah. Probably not. It's going to be tough. Will they even let a kid do that? I don't know why they wouldn't because you know what a kid's going to want to do. They're going to want to do they, it They'd all. be willing to play a baseball doubleheader and then go home and change and <laughs> go play a football game. That's exactly right. Yeah, I mean, it, so it, all of it, and, and you know – Schedule, you know, scheduling is a huge thing be just between schools and then, you know, trying to trying to do two seasons at once within within your own school. You know, it's a lot. It's a lot for these um, for these downstate, you know, smaller high schools to take on that have limited resources. And so yeah. it, it's yeah. going to be an issue. Uh, well, I kind of got started on this because the Illinois schedule has been affected for the first time in basketball. But the good thing is it's not an Illinois issue. But tomorrow night. Uh, the game against University of Tennessee Martin has been canceled. Uh, UT Martin has a positive test within their program, uh, so they will not be coming up to Champaign to play that game. So the Illini still have a, a date on the schedule that they could play against somebody. This was the last one they added, uh, and then now this one's canceled. And you know, there's there's no announcement, at least not that I'm sure. I saw Kendrick Prince post it. Uh, Illini HQ has posted it. Um, uh, it's just uh, a matter of, of, of they, they, they can play the, the, this one more game. I don't know if, it, if, it, if it'll be against UT Martin down the road or not. But that was going to be tomorrow night. It's no longer. Uh, tomorrow afternoon, Illini football here on WSLY, 1.30 pregame, 2.30 kickoff. And then the next basketball game is, is set for Duke next week. So we'll uh, get to that bridge and cross that when we get there. Let's get our last break. And uh, we've got a we've got a big announcement about the show when we come back to close up shop. Jess Younghouse is here. No Courtney Carson from Richland, but it's Jess from Earthmover Credit Union, and she's got our last three day weather forecast taking us through the weekend. Low cold. Time to not just get out the hoodies and the jackets. Time to get the fire pit going. Tonight mostly clear with a low around 25. Saturday is going to be mostly sunny with a high near 42, and Sunday we see a chance for flurries. Partly sunny otherwise with a high near 40, and that is the WSOA three-day weather forecast. Convenient, safe, and available now. The Crossing Healthcare free drive-through COVID clinic now located at 990 North Water Street in Decatur, next to the Crossing Campus. Reserving your test time online is easy. Just go to crossinghealthcare.org/covid19. Testing times are offered in 10-minute increments, Monday through Friday from 8 a.m. to noon. Testing is offered at no cost to you, but you should bring your health insurance information. For more information, go to crossinghealthcare.org/covid19 today. You've heard of United Way, but do you know the impact they have on our community? Find out more about the United Way and why your involvement is so important. Every Thursday at 8.30 a.m. on Buyers and Company with the United Way update. The United Way of Decatur and Mid-Illinois is working for a community in which everyone has the opportunity to be self-sufficient, whether that be ensuring that no family goes hungry, a child succeeds in school, or emergency and crisis assistance is always available. Listen to the United Way update every Thursday, presented by Tate & Lyle. Improving lives for generations. We mask for our customers, our staff, and the community. This is Todd and Angie Mason of The Beach House. Right now is a difficult time for restaurants and businesses like ours. We are all frustrated and tired of this pandemic. But frustration and anger won't make it go away. The only way to help our community and our local restaurants is to practice social distancing, proper hand washing. And to wear a mask when you're in public. If everyone did their part, we could not only save local businesses, but save lives. Isn't that worth it? Please do your part and wear a mask. 
Hi, this is Ryan Spurlock, co-owner of the Brass Horn and Brass Horn 2 in downtown Decatur. I want to talk to you about what we are all going through right now and what we as businesses are doing to help prevent the spread of COVID-19. We are open for business as usual, and we respectfully request that you wear a mask when shopping in our stores. We're also cleaning and disinfecting on a regular basis, and we want all of our customers to know that our stores are a safe place to come shop for those that are special to you this holiday season. Happy holidays to everyone, and most importantly, be well and stay safe. Um. Eric Lee Show on WSLY 1340 AM and 103.3 FM, streaming live at NowDecatur.com. Here's the Friday song Jeff requested. My jam right here. Who's this, The Cure? Yes. Friday, you're in love. You almost, it's almost time for you to go home and, uh, and and be mom again. Are you excited? Super pumped. Babysitter gets there at 5.30. <laughs> Five at home awaiting. And you have six with uh, with, with uh, Kurt there, yeah, obviously, like as well. Uh, we are uh, we are winding down the week. We were winding down the show. And, uh, you know, I, I kicked it down the road as far as I could. But we got a major announcement we got to make. Uh, and I've dreaded it for the last couple weeks, uh, having to say it. But... Uh, so we got to make moves in life once in a while, and um, we have two weeks left of the Eric Lee Show. Uh, I have had an unbelievable 12 years, uh, almost 11 years and eight months of being able to, to be on the air, I guess minus the, the COVID months. Uh, but I have made it a, a decision, you know, with uh, a whole lot of speculation with uh, with my wife, Katie, and talking to family and talking to people in businesses of, of, of the industries that I'm, that I'm going to and staying with, uh, that uh, that I'm going to move on in life a little bit. There there there's there's one caveat to that. Uh, I will be uh, still the, the sports guy around here. So I I would like to call games and be a a game broadcaster for the rest of my life. And that was one thing about if I ever if another job ever approached you know you know popped up that I was interested in and motivated about. Uh, if I did it, I would I would hope it would be a day job that would allow me to call games, and I will uh, still be the play-by-play voice of Millican football and athletics and high school football and athletics. Uh, we don't know what the future is at all for sports. We don't know if we will have one team or two. Of course, we had this great two-broadcast team uh, on two stations last year with Scott Harrelson and Blake Allison and T-Mac and myself and Jeremy Moore during basketball season and Arius Young. But we don't know what the future is going to be financially. We're, you know, Sponsors are, are, are what makes our, our world uh, go round. So if we can have two teams, we'll do it. But once we get to that, that world of sports returning, and I, and I do feel like we're going to have Millican basketball and football uh, in the spring, I, I feel like the CCIW is on, on pace for that. I think the timing of the vaccine is good. Um, kids will come back, and, and it will be very empty gyms, and they'll be playing. You know, As long as Division One continues the way they are, I think we will have that. But as far as everything else with the radio world, uh, unfortunately I am going to bid adieu. Uh, our, our final show will be December 18th. Um, it is uh, it is terrifying to. Uh, <laughs> I've been pretty open about my life since I've come on the air from day one. Uh, I without this job, I would have never even met my wife. Uh, nonetheless, dated her and married her. I would have never uh, had a lot of the relationships I have in my life. I have so many friends that that came from here. I've got my diehards that have been with me from day one. My diehard friends that I've known since way before I did this job. But I've met so many people in this business, and I have had would have no kind of career without people listening, without people sponsoring. Uh, that includes Jess. <laughs> you know, you've been a, you've been a huge supporter with, mm-hmm. with Earth Mover Credit Union, uh, and, and hopefully you'll continue that with sports. I know we've talked about mm-hmm. that. Um, but but Milliken and, and, uh, and Richland and, and things like that that we've had connections with. Jeff Ludwig has supported me from day one with Country Financial. And guys like Donnelly Automotive and, and, and Pat and that crew there have always been with us for sports and speed loop. Whether they do it because of me or the sports or we just have a good sales staff, um, they, they, they'll never know how much uh, they've been allowed us to do, which is fantastic. And over the next two weeks, we're going to have some fun with it. We're, we're going to go out. we got ten shows left. I'll, I'll only be a part of nine of them. Um, my, my next life will be in financial advising, and I'm learning something brand new, but it is something that, that once I was kind of recruited away to it, to, to a world that is known about relationship building and that I've been pretty good at in life, I, I think uh, I can fairly say. 
and and, and when I started to hear about what that that future is, helping people prepare for what they what for their lives down the road and stuff like that, it does inspire me and it does motivate me a little bit. And uh, to, you know, I'm taking a leap in life. Uh, I saw a great speech by Steve Harvey that has stuck with me for a long time. Um, that that he just made a leap into comedy uh, and made a you know gave gave it a shot. I, I took a leap into radio and gave it a shot. I feel like it's been successful. Uh, I, I, I can't tell you enough. Uh, people will tell me if you tell me you listen to the show or you've enjoyed the show at any time, and and I've, I've I made it a point from day one. If anybody ever says they listen, I'm going to tell them I appreciate it, and I feel like I've done that every time. I, I've always tried to make sure that that I re- honestly, honest to God, have appreciated every time somebody has complimented us, or even if you you aren't complimenting us, mm-hmm. if you're telling us, hey, you know what, I enjoyed, enjoy if you did, th- did this more, you're trying to make us better. Um, I, I, I appreciated that as well. Uh, a lot of people have changed my life in this process, and this uh, this business has changed my life. This mentality, people that I've worked with and for, uh, the Jeff Dailies, the Brian Byerses, Kathy Byerly, Mark Hansen, um, our our sales people that you know I've learned from. Uh, I had no idea what I was doing when I came into this. Uh, I just I fell into calling games. I've told that story, you know, Ron Rector, Ron James. I I went on the air the first time to give my friends shout outs and. Make fun of kids' floppy hair back in 2006. Uh, it stuck for a little bit. I did games for a few years. I started to take it a little more seriously, uh, and then suddenly they converted 1050 to a sports station, and I got offered a job, and I took a $10,000 pay cut to go to it because I couldn't imagine how cool of a life that would be uh, at 28, and it was pretty awesome. Uh, and now at 41, it's still pretty awesome. Um, but but to be honest, the, the future of the industry scares me a little at this age. You know. Uh, you know when, when you may have to start over, it's, it's a tough business um, financially. And, you know, our, our, our people, that our, our management, our, uh, our sales staff, they work their butts off to scrape by for every penny, um, you know, from businesses that are struggling. It's amazing what they're able to do. And it's also amazing what we're able to do from this platform as far as helping people. It has been truly motivational to see things happen like the food drive and to be part of that. And I hope to be part of all that stuff in the future. You may even hear me as a fill-in once in a while. Um, I've offered my voice to that in, in, a, in, a, in a morning in a pinch if they were to need somebody. I'm, I'm still within the company, especially within sports. I look at Kevin Brahaney's life, you know, who was at Jail Hubbard Insurance and Bonds forever, uh, and, of course, now um, uh, with the first mid. And I think that's kind of, you know, if that's me, if that's me at that age, I, I, I wouldn't mind doing that. I'm going to do this new career for a while, and if I could end up back on radio someday in a weekly show aspect and help out somewhere and be part of it, I mean, radio's never going to leave my life. But I've got to leave radio for a little while to uh, improve my life. So I can't thank people enough. I've, I've talked to a number of people that, that have supported me and, and, and told them ahead of this. If you've listened, if you've never said a word to me and we've never met, but you've listened, I can't thank you enough for helping to help and support us. And let's have some fun the last two weeks. Next week we'll be uh, we'll be back to normal a little bit. Jess is in for Courtney on Tuesday. He's got a school board meeting. Chubby Brown is in for me on Wednesday. Actually, I have to do something for my future job. I got to take some tests on Wednesday. So we'll be Courtney and Chubby Wednesday. But other than that, we got 10 shows left, and I'll be here for nine of them. And uh, the phone lines will just be open the last week. We'll, we'll have a few of our regular guests on that, that are regularly scheduled. Uh, we'll have them on for, for last time. You've been listening to the Newhoff Media Podcast Network. For more, visit newhoffmedia.com.